to get some work phones that I can make strictly for recording and shit. I, I'm just start getting a fucking phone with the biggest fucking storage space. Yeah. I'm just gonna attach like a massive brick to my phone. Just walk around with <laughs> a, a huge hard drive. You're, you're trying to bring back the brick phone. You're like, yeah. dude, that's not. It's not with that. that <laughs> ball, it'll be like a ball and chain on my phone. You know what I mean? It'll be like a huge computer attached to it. Like middle aged, like fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, flail. Use it as self defense too. <laughs> like not- someone tries to attack me. <laughs> Oh. Nunchuck fucking uh, phones. Yeah, dude. Why? I. What is the downside? I, I see none. You go like one Samsung, one Apple. You'd be like, I got you. You're safe. You have memory. You're good. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, it's it's like the modern day pepper spray. Dude, uh, yeah, seriously. You just gotta train. It's you gotta learn some discipline. And you get back in shape. <laughs> it's a physical. You know, you're ripped like bicep, tricep area from winging around nunchucks and. Fucking flails. Yeah, no, absolutely. Whichever one it is. So that's good. And also, I mean, I will be damned if you try to tell me that they do not have the technology to make that (laughs) indestructible. Like, you know what I mean? Just case it in a brick or something. I don't know. What was the one thing? Remember there was, like, Gorilla Glass or something like that that was supposed to, like... I know Gorilla Glue. I'm not familiar with Gorilla Glass. Wasn't it? I feel like I could be totally wrong. I've heard of Gorilla Glass before. That was definitely a thing. I feel like when we were in, like... Bulletproof Glass? It was, like, when we were in, like, middle school or whatever, it was, like, supposed to be, like, oh, your phone has, like, Gorilla Glass. It doesn't break. Oh, yeah. That was, like, definitely a thing. That's, like, a little... I nailed that. Is it a screen cover? Is it a screen cover? No, I think it was, was like, like when they were making the new phones. Supposed it was like to be the, indestructible or some shit. Just like totally but. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then the otter boxes were big. Otter boxes that were good, weren't they? Yeah, I remember. Um, they make it. Yeah, went to life proof. The uh, one kid we um, we went to high school with used to throw it like out like off his balcony when we were in like high school. It'd be like, look, it's the true. otter box. It was like when the otter box first hit. So it was on like the iPhone like like first came out or whatever. Yeah, I it's think- like. Like Sharkside with the life proof, those kids would be like throw their phone in the pool, like yeah, no big deal. Like they forgot sick. to like close one of the flaps. <laughs> like, you know, it, like I had an otter box. Like, yeah, they, they used to have the little like little flaps, and they would always like fall off on shit. Like be like, well, didn't help you there, did it? <laughs> Bunch of scratch marks for some reason. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing with your phone, man? Yeah, yeah. that looks terrible. <laughs> Can't even see. But um, so did I even do an intro? No. Let's get into it. All right. Um, welcome back, <laughs> week thirty-seven of the weekly inconvenience. How the fuck is everyone doing today? Swell, doing good. Will, how are you feeling? You know how we doing, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Little steamy, <laughs> Little steamy up here. Train hasn't come through just yet, but what did it come through? The train. Oh, the train. You're just wait, waiting for the train. Oh yeah, loading the coal into the train. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of train, uh, we're going to um, dive into a big episode. We have Marty Joe coming on later today. Everyone remembers Marty Joe, fan favorite. Uh, and we also are having Melissa come on later today. Who at intuitively underscore and then the letter U on Instagram. So we're gonna we're gonna hear from both of them uh, on this week's episode. And I wanted to start with the documentary that you actually recommended. Oh, last week. So it was the Hot Girls Wanted documentary. So I went and watched it on Netflix. I'm assuming everyone went and did their homework, all tens of you. I know at least some listeners did. They reached out and said they watched it. Yeah. Good. So for the people that watch this, uh, you'll understand this a lot more. But for the people that didn't, we'll kind of fill you in. So the Hot Girls Wanted documentary that you recommended for everyone to go watch today was more or less an insight on four or five 
women that are breaking into the porn scene. Yeah, so pretty much they responded to a Craigslist ad. And, I mean, the name of the ad was called Hot Girls Wanted. Um, and they'd be like, I'm a hot girl. I, I want to be wanted. Yeah. Oh, they are wanted. They, they match the criteria. So they're like, all right, so how am I supposed to say no to this, you know? So they do it, and they go over there. It's like a modeling job or whatever. And then it turns out to be like porn. And they're like out there, and they're like, well, I mean, it's really not a huge jump, I guess. They kind of they kind of pressure you into it, I guess it seemed like. Yeah, I, I think at least from what I saw, and the gentleman we'll get into, his name is Riley. He is the guy, one of the, the main... He's the agent. I said I would take agent. his job. He wasn't so aggressive last, <laughs> yeah. time, last week. So he's he was the the. Jer- a- I was joking. <laughs> you don't want to run a uh, porn ring. Yeah. I could make it ethical. I'll be. I'll be <laughs> just, oh, what was that noise? I have no idea. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> um. So Riley is running this band of women around. Like he he's their agent. And he is, and I, I wrote it down. I paused the documentary and I wrote it down because I want to make sure I quoted this right. <clears throat> I used to be bullied and I'm basically the shit now. Basically. So, fuck that dude. Yeah, no, the guy's a huge asshole. He's a prick. Didn't you say he's in, like, legal trouble now? Yeah, so one of his um, old, I guess, like... They all, like, live in, like, an incubator house, like, in Silicon Valley. You know, there's, like, a whole bunch of these porn stars living in there. And they just he just sends them out to, like, random scenes and books them. And um, the first scene that he sends them out on is, like, some, like, extremely abusive, like, thing. It's called, literally, facial abuse is what he says is <laughs> the name of the scene. <laughs> and uh, they said that the one girl that went to Duke University, like, Bella Knox, did it. And, like, once she did that video, she, you're, you're, like, so deep into it. That video is out there. They blast it out everywhere. Like, it's one of Slippy's picks videos. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she's like, leans into it, says it's a great idea, and it like, really pissed off the girls that were staying in the house. They were not happy. So inside uh, this fuckface Riley's house, he has uh, anywhere from, like, three to, like, six women that live, like, in his home with him that are his, um, like the the talent that he manages is that uh, yeah so he just books them and sends them out to scenes and they come back and party at the house okay and they're not happy when they get back they're very upset no they are not they are not happy so they <laughs> so Bella Knox they really had an issue with because they all were real porn stars and they didn't feel Bella Knox was a a true porn star is that well the... no she was in the same exact industry and shitty situation as them but she was going out and glorifying how great it is and they thought it was like making girls that were 18 want to come out and like think it's a good idea when it's probably not for everybody yeah i say there's anything wrong with it but it's it's not for everybody and if it's not for you and you're in it it might be too late you know yeah That's kind of the ongoing like narrative yeah it, it's so that was weird to me because they themselves were glorifying the life so I think that's where my confusion was, but I definitely yeah. see their point where it's like they're so they're I, they're kind of looking at Bella Knox as almost like you're not you're you're not like really from like the streets. Like if we're gonna compare it to like rap music, if you look right. back in like the nineties, where they're like you like actually didn't like if Jay Z actually sold crack and like made money selling yeah. crack and then became a famous rapper, and it'd like, be like if someone like claimed to be Jay Z that didn't sell crack. Like, your parents aren't like, related. I actually did that shit. Your parents aren't related, so, like, you don't have the same experience as I do, is the kind of thing. Yeah. So. 
So I actually have some audio here of some, uh, Bella Knox talking about uh, her experience in the amateur porn industry, and she had responded to a similar ad, and her and they mentioned it in the uh, documentary that right. it was like she did that really abusive scene to start off, and they showed a clip of it in the documentary, and the guy literally like. She walks in the room. And he like grabs her by the neck and like choke slams her and like slams her to the ground. It was aggressive. Yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah I've seen it. it was rough. Yeah, I, yeah, I. That is too far. Being in porn, you're being paid to have sex. You're right. It is. You know, I'm have. I am having this sex is money, Knox but speaking. there's an artistic value to it. You know, I'm I'm depicting a beautiful uh, human experience. Okay, and you like doing it. I love what I'm doing, and I'm proud of my work. If you love it and you're proud of it, why didn't you? Why weren't you just out in the open with it? Why were you? You've been blacked out in the interviews, and you had you have an alias. So if you love what you're doing and you're proud of it, why weren't you just like I'm a porn star, everybody? That's fair. When I was outed, I wanted to keep my family out of the. I didn't want my family to get harassed, and I okay. didn't. I wanted to be able to live like a semi-normal life. But um, it, it all got really out of hand, and suddenly people were making these, you know, attacks on my character. You know, I didn't want to be, you know, just another girl who gets caught up in, you know, a college, you know, sex scandal, and who Jesus. doesn't, you know, say their piece. So she kind of admitted at the end there that it was a, a kind of like a scandal. Like she didn't know exactly what she was getting into, and the only reason I know that is because they said it in the documentaries. They're like, we didn't know what we were getting into. I don't think that's what she said. Can you play that back? I'm, I, what I thought I heard her say is oh, she didn't want to be wrapped up in a. A sex scandal, a college sex scandal. I was thinking the scandal meaning like a ring. I don't think she ever said she was part of that. Well, I think that's what she's insinuating. No. Am I wrong? I'm sorry. Pause it. Did Willer Willer Shark? Did like? Did you yeah, interpret I, like? I think she said she didn't want to be a part of it, like you were saying. Like, like she didn't want. No, she's already talked. Yeah, like she was saying. Like she was trying to keep some kind of. I see what you're saying. No, you're right. right. You're right. Play no. that part again. Yeah, you're just, right. that's what I'm I saying. It. Play I it back. It. Unless I'm, I misheard it. I got it. I think I just interpreted it differently. I didn't want to be, you know, just another girl who gets caught up in, you know, a college, you know, sex scandal and who doesn't, you know, say their piece. Yeah. It doesn't say their piece, you know? Yeah, like she didn't. She so didn't, she's saying her piece about getting caught up in a sex scandal. You're right. No, she no, didn't right. want to be. No, well, then who doesn't say her piece? And she said her piece about it. I think I think she, it, I, she didn't want to be the ones that didn't say her piece. Exactly, she wants to say something, but she's saying the wrong thing about it. She's saying it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's come out and like, but she, I'm she happy. Very, for her. Yeah, but they're saying that they know for a fact she's not happy. Like uh, in girls in the documentary, bit, any on, any of my opinion is pretty based off what I saw in the documentary. Yeah, so I, I'm curious for the people that did watch this documentary let us know i mean comment like or dm us on at the uh, drunk gamblers instagram or the weekly at weekly and con on um instagram um or the youtube page uh i'm curious so the, the one girl we went to high school with she um became like an, a, an adult entertainer um and i know her parents found out um I don't, it's not really my story to tell but like i could definitely reach out and we could try to get her on and try to Absolutely. tell that story because i mean she ended up like pretty pretty big time yeah i'm curious i mean we're gonna have marty joe on in a few minutes so i'm <laughs> definitely happy to ask her about some of this stuff shark what the fuck are you doing i'll fix my watch my bed. why why know. was now the time to fix your watch what are you a clocksmith what's going on <laughs> yeah. here a, i didn't realize was gonna over there Sorry, my watch. i didn't realize that the, the <laughs> he, he was, was like we're having her on soon i gotta adjust my watch <laughs> I've had a lot of watches in my days and like none of them have been like tuned up. I don't think any of them have been able to make that noise. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but I believe him. I don't think that I don't know what he was doing over there. Yikes. No, I, I could I I got an angle. So right. I, I so alright. So Marty back, back Joe, to this much more serious topic. 
Yeah. We're talking about some people's lives getting ruined, and you're over there fixing your watch. <laughs> so some of these these women that I thought was interesting was when I was watching this, I, I, I took some notes. So they were shooting about three videos a day. Some of them, like uh, the for the quote unquote successful ones, according to Fuckface Riley, he was saying like some of them are, are shooting three videos a day. Yeah, he's that's like, a lot of fucking work. It's a lot, and he was saying like the average one lasts like maybe three months. So he just gets them out there, kind of just like destroys them, and then they don't want to do it anymore, so they just go home. Yeah, and I think they were saying like the average is like two months that you're in this industry. Yeah, yeah, so I said and like. Did you say I'm sorry? I, yeah, I yeah. didn't hear you. That's so, okay. Um, happens. I do it too. The all the time. I mean, it, it's a very hyper. Like again, I'm very. Ha- I'm just so happy we have Marty Joe on this week to ask her about something. Yeah, yeah. She's in a little bit of a different situation, and I, I actually do want to note that everything that goes on in the documentary and all the situations, there is consent involved. You know. Oh, uh, and yeah. So that's where they really like the line is really blurred on like the legal spectrum where. The girls, obviously, if they're going to complain and be like, I was definitely taken advantage of, shit like that. I mean, there's lawsuits filed against him because Do, Riley, do you have any of the, the, the charges that were brought up against him? And, and so they got him. A- I mean, the charges were just because he um, lied about having a license to be able to legally license them, and that's imprisonable in Florida. Oh, So that's kind I of see. where they got him. It's like a okay. On a technical. Yeah, they got him on a tech. It, it's the. Uh, not to compare him to Al Capone, but uh, they got him on, like, tax evasion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think... Hey, at least this guy didn't murder anybody. <laughs> I think we... we yeah. I don't know that for a fact. He may have. But I'm going to work under the assumption that it could have been a lot worse for some of these girls. Some of these girls were not happy. They left, like, after, like, months, I think, all of them. The one chick that was, like... The OG, like the savvy vet on the yeah, roster. she was like 30. She was, I think she, I wrote it down. She was 25. Are you kidding me? She was getting a boob job so she could move up to MILF category. I'm 25. You're not a MILF. I'm not a, I'm not a MILF. <laughs> you could be though. You I could be. You qualify so, now. Am I a DILF? So, you could be. I wouldn't call you a DILF. I wouldn't go that far. Why? What? You, uh, not, but you wouldn't fuck me, bro? Yeah, nothing to do with that. What if you had a kid? Trend. Would you fuck with them? <laughs> now, that's what I'm saying. Now we can talk. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so you could be a DILF. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I'm a DILF to somebody out there. <laughs> you're, a, you're a pending DILF. I got you on my radio. So don't P-dilf. worry. DILF? We'll have to work on that name. I mean, you do need a nickname to be in the porn star industry. They all have nicknames. Rachel Bernard is Ava Taylor. Yeah. Slippy's got Slippy. Yeah. Yeah, Slippy. Yeah. I I found the origins of my nickname. You did did some digging for this? A little bit of digging, yeah. I had to clear my name because I did not give myself this fucking nickname. It's a crazy thing to do. All right. So there was a gentleman of the name. His name (laughs) was Don. And, uh. He, how, called my, who, who he, did, called, he called my butt. Who did you, like, how'd you go get this information? Uh, a listener reached out to me and uh, told me. I know okay. how you got it. Okay, okay. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what did Navi tell you? Um, he said the guy called my brother by the wrong name, and then he would also call me Nelson. <laughs> like, you know I don't actually think your name is Nelson, right? <laughs> what? What? Wait, he would say that to you? Yeah. He'd be like, I know your name's not Nelson? Yeah. (laughs) 
And so, and then my dad would like it just call, started calling me Nelson. And then like, my brother started calling me Nelson. My cousin started calling me Nelson. <laughs> Some friends came over and they would call me Nelson. Like probably seventh grade. <laughs> That's hilarious. That makes sense. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And so like, how to get? Where would you get the O from? Shortened. Also. <laughs> just drop the N. Yeah. You only, you only got one N. Yeah. It's only. Uh, it was like two confined before. It's like a, an N sandwich. <laughs> the ends of the bread. And then the you're you know, an open you're an open face nickname. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm open face. The Elso the Elso can El Elso didn't play. No, no, yeah, yeah. You need what? You need a support. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 first N is the structure. <laughs> oh, it's time for Marty Joe. So uh, yes, it is. Uh, th- this is Will's like favorite moment of his life. This is his it's a big big moment. Big sure. moment for you. I'm, excited. I'm looking forward to this. All right, welcome back, Marty Joe, to the Weekly Inconvenience. How are you doing, Marty? I'm fantastic. How are you? We are doing lovely. We ran into some technical difficulties, but we overcame them, and we are here now with the lovely Marty Joe. Sung like a bird. So where awesome. where are we right now, Marty Joe? Where where are we getting you from? I'm in Seminole, Florida. Seminole, Florida. And are we still working at Squeakies, or have we picked a different bar? We are still working at Squeaky's Bar. It's still Let's the only bar go. I work at. Let's go. All right. We love Squeaky's. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Squeaky's. So uh, shout out to Squeaky's. So <laughs> we um, help us keep the damn doors open. So, <laughs> so how how have you been holding up through the the pandemic down in Florida? I know you guys have had a lot less restrictions than than we have. Are you guys doing okay there? Well, it's been a little crazy. It's been on again and off again. They close us down. They open us up. They close us down. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. So far, the doors are open. As long as they don't shut us down again, we should stay open. Yeah. Well, that that's the big thing. Keep, how many keeping Squeakies open? Everyone go to Squeakies, and and ask for Marty Joe. How many how many customers you get in a night? Well, it depends on the night, but you know our seating capacity is about fifty. Okay. All right. That's not bad. That's and how good. many of them are your customers outside of the bar? About fifty percent of that. <laughs> Now, more seats, so everybody can come in. Perfect, perfect. We're all we're all gonna go. We got to make a trip down to Squeakies. We're on our way. We're gonna hop in the car right after this. <laughs> we're we're coming. Hey, I got great Jello spot, Jello shot specials, the drink specials. Beautiful. And sounds cold, cold beer. It, it sounds like you've been taking advantage, Marty. Am I wrong? <laughs> well, maybe a little vodka. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. my girl. <laughs> Cheers, Marty. I don't start till seven so i got time you know beautiful gotta get them in beforehand so um now we obviously know you um also from your your other page not your average mom the the snapchat everything the some of the best works i've some of the best pieces of artwork i've ever seen in my life mood lifter on snapchat mood lister we can't forget mood lister lifter Lifter? (laughs) is it lifter or lister mood lifter damn Lifter, but you could list the moods lifter. if you wanted to. You could list. You I could think be we're a mood lifter. lifter. I lift a lot of things, including <laughs> moods. So, how has that has that slowed down for you? Picked up for you? Have you capitalized on the the extent of this pandemic? Because the last time we talked to you, it was you know pretty early on into into the pandemic. You know the first yeah. wave. Well, while the bar was shut down, I had lots of time to devote to it. Um, and it did pick up because, you know, people were at home and didn't have much to do. So, you know, 
it's always more fun to masturbate with somebody than alone. So, you know, I always say. Well, well I got agrees. more of those calls. <laughs> but now that the bar is reopened and we were short staffed for a long time, I actually took the premium story offline for a little while until I can get back to, you know, devoting the time to it my fans deserve. So, That's Marty, we like to hear. back up and running here within the week. One week, seven days. Let's go. Half a fortnight. <laughs> Great movie. Uh-oh, I gotta... Should we expect a uh, discount promo code? Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you want to give a promo code to our listeners, um, then we can uh, get you some fans. Well, hey, fantastic. I am mood lifter on Snapchat um, and that? always not your mom on Pornhub. Pornhub is still up. Uh, a new video did go up during the pandemic. It was admittedly uh, content, older content that was, Explicit. you know. Re- remade uh, and redeveloped for, for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> it was like a remastered version of a Mickey Mouse movie from like the it, 80s. You know, a little. <laughs> but, it, you know. We brought it back. It's remastered. We're going to charge you extra for this one. So, Marty. Not everybody believed me when I told them it was old content. I would, you know, I had, I actually tried dating somebody during the pandemic. And, uh, you know, I knew better. But I tried. I, I tried. Tell. I tried. Well, well I tried. Well, we'll get into that in a moment. But also, before we get into the other thing that we wanted to speak to you about, we actually have one of um, an original fan of yours. Um, he actually knew about your page before we even brought it up, and he uh, likes it a lot. Um, and when we said that we were having you on, he's like, "I got to come and meet her." And that's uh, Will over here. Um, he's he's Quattro in the uh, in the Zoom meeting. He wanted to yeah. say hi, and uh, he had some questions for you. How are you, baby? How are you? Well, hi, Will. Uh, how's it going? So, so was it your uh, Seminole Seminole County? Like uh, Central Florida? Can, can you... Seminole County, yeah. City of Seminole. City of Seminole, what is that? Like further up north, huh? Can you uh, unmute just, yourself? Just speak up a little bit. Yeah. Marty, can you hear me? And unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. Can, you hear me? Can, you hear me can we hear me now? Can we hear me now? Perfect. Perfect. There we go. There we go. I can even see him now. <laughs> Marty, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? One of my original fans. Original? I wouldn't say original, but um, I would, I would have to thank the gamblers for uh, plugging me in. Definitely, uh, definitely a fan since. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, of course. The drunk gambler. Drunk gambler. When are you coming down to see me? Uh, that's a uh, tall order, Marty, but um, living in Florida myself, I know the area, so, you know, come down time to time. Well, I can't wait to have you come in. <laughs> Do we get a uh, we get a I love meeting my fans. Yeah, yeah, so you produce all your own content or somebody, somebody handles that for you? Most of it I do myself, um, and, but, uh, of mine. But, but co-stars sometimes like to, uh, you know, exploit their own skill sets, and uh, I'm not one to hinder anybody on that, so no, yes, yeah, of a lot of the stuff on Pornhub has been actually produced by, by the co-stars. Ooh. Nice, okay, so you're more of a star yourself. Would you ever get into producing, or you want to really take that role? Uh, I mean, I could. I, 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 but, you know, I like to get freaky, so it's more fun to be naked right. and, and 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 wet and happy than uh, <laughs> directing other people uh, to be wet and no, happy. Totally get that. So I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I was curious. And I don't know if we ever got it before, but a little bit of a, your background story, like early years. Like, when did 
when did you, like, when did know, you, like know this is what you wanted to do? Have you always been in this, or it was later in life you kind of got into, like, making content? Oh, interesting question. Actually, as a little girl, I always wanted to grow up to be a high-priced call girl or a porn star. So, um, you know, in my mid-40s, I kind of, what the hell, made it happen. <laughs> So, so you got you got involved in your your mid forties, mid forties. So we we just uh, we were discussing earlier actually on on this episode uh, some of the uh, a documentary on Netflix uh, called Hot Girls Wanted. Are you familiar with this documentary? I'm familiar with it. I haven't watched the whole episode yet. Really? So, what was your takeaway as someone that is you know familiar with the the industry in that you know with that that documentary that series? Well, I think different people get into porn for different reasons. Um, I, I, I'm, I, you know me, I'm a, I'm a positive vibe kind of girl. So it's, it's all about intent and, uh, and situations. If somebody's doing it to survive or because somebody's forced them to do it. I'm not about that kind of vibe at all. Um, for me, it was more of a way of just saying, Hey, this is, this is who I am unapologetically. And, I ain't got time to mess with anybody that's more vanilla than this. So it'll bore me and I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to waste my time. So it, it, it was kind of a, um, uh, an exaggerated sales pitch for my own sex. Life. <laughs> <laughs> so I demand quality, damn it. I demand quality. <laughs> so that, 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 that's why there's an application process. <laughs> I ain't got time to be wasting time. Your, your application process sounds like a pretty timely thing. Only first round talents drafted by Marty Joe. And that's, that's what we like to hear. It, and so that was something I found interesting because, you know, when I was watching this documentary, you were the first person I thought of. Because you are so ha like happy and in general with whether it's the bar or any of the side content you create for people, and then when I watch that documentary, it's the the way it was portrayed as far as these uh, women are getting involved and they're in and out, um, you know, in weeks or months, and then you have someone like you that has enjoyed it throughout and you know has no questions about it and is open about it, and that's what is truly amazing to me. Well, I think because I was in my mid forties when I started, I, I, uh, I, I have the confidence level and a sense of self enough to know what doesn't work for me. So, and I just don't go down those paths. So there's no reason, there's no reason for me to have any negative experience in it because that's not what I'm interested in. So if anything has a negative vibe to it, I just shut it down. It's not, that's not for me. So in, the, in this documentary, the way that things kind of happened was they would go, to a porn scene um, that they were assigned to. So let's say you saw an ad online and it's like, here's a, a, a role for a porn scene and you go there. Is that something that you would that you would do if you were to see an ad like that? No. Okay, so I, I don't, because I don't, well, I'm not out searching for ads. Right. I, I'm more placing my but, own stuff. Would, would you sign up so, for a but, professional scene? But I'm not saying that people haven't approached me with offers. Would you can would and you, again? Would you it it all it? goes back to, you know, it more their intent and the vibe behind it. If if they're just trying to take advantage or or capitalize on something and don't care about what my goals are with it, then it's not going to work. Yeah, and, and I I think that's something that Marty and it, it is in some fashion similar to what we're doing. But you went out and did it on your own. You weren't reliant I, on an agent. 
Um, I think the the gentleman's name was Riley or whatever the fuck he he was. Like no, that's what his name was. Yeah, I mean he's like a he's a scumbag, and you've managed to do this all with your fans, yourself, and people that you had interest with, interests with a shared likeness. Um, so I mean, would that be your advice to anyone that was considering um, moving into the adult industry? Because there are so many misconceptions with the industry. You have. Um, your Lisa Ann's or your Brandy Loves and whether you like them or not or, or, or what have you, they are successful and make careers of it as well as you have, obviously. And mm-hmm. there, there's levels to it where not everything has to be that, that sad story. And it, all it right. is is doing it yourself and what you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, um, I actually do help other people from time to time develop like their own premium Snapchat stories. Um, and, and the first advice that I give them is, you know, think about what it is your goals are. Like, what is it you want to get out of this? And and don't do anything that's contrary to that just because they're offering a dollar a month that's going to help you pay your rent. Because ultimately, you're going to regret that and it's going to spin you off the path that that you're trying to stay on. So you, you really have to know yourself. You need to know what your boundaries are. You have to know what you can and can't deal with. And how to shut out the stuff that you can't deal with or that you don't want to deal with. That's awesome. I mean, but you the, have to have that sense of self first. See, I, I'm just so like, kind of conflicted because I mean, those scenes that they portray on this documentary are on the homepage of every single like porn site, the, the same porn site that you're on. You know, um, mm-hmm. how do you feel? How do you feel about being on the same platform as something going on like that? Do you think that there's something that should be done about that, or have you? thought about maybe the possibility of making a difference in the industry? Well, I, I, I like to think I am making a little difference. Um, I, and I would I, say you, know, you are. Smaller platform than I'd like, uh, but it's, yeah, I would definitely like to see differences. I, 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 sex trafficking isn't cool. You know, the, <laughs> we disavow here. We but, disavow here but, on the, the drunk gamblers network. And we can be so, so you would consider you the know, porn. You, so you're, what you're saying is that you consider the porn industry sex trafficking, the the, the mainstream porn no, industry. That we're, I'm no, I'm saying that there's a portion of the porn industry okay. yes, that yes. relies on so, sex it's, trafficking. It's the that's bad. The bad. There's a few bad apples in in, in every bunch, and it's so that's about that gives the whole thing a bad name. Right. But exactly. And that, that I think was does kind of my earlier. Does it have a bad name though? Yeah. I, I well. I see. I think that's where the the general connotation around some porn kind of begins and and stems from is the idea that it is sex trafficking i think that's where you look at the fact that prostitution and you know the massage parlors and you know happy endings all that where there is the i mean if it's someone doing what they want to do i think they should be allowed to allowed to do it with without judgment free from Right, it, and it's if it's being done safely and consensually, I think, uh, right. you know, uh, why? What are what are we doing here? I mean, it, it's a libertarian point of view. It's not... yeah, but it's the correct point of view. But at the same time, these girls in the documentary go into it thinking it's something they want to do. They find out later that it's not. I mean, what kind of line are we walking here? They they knew what they were getting well, into. Uh, well, I hate to use that term, but they they were aware of what was happening to an extent. Not that it's good, right, or anything yeah. along those lines. So it's r- really. Where is the line between good porn and bad porn and why – I don't think it really gives the industry a bad name. I don't think people really care. I think it's kind of an unspoken thing. Yeah, and, and I think, Marty, you could you could kind of answer to, to this more, but I think that's what kind of to answer what you're saying is 
the people like Marty that are doing it because they want to do it versus the people that are getting into it with Mal and Ten. Am I correct in that? Correct. Correct. Or or doing it out of desperation or doing it um, because their boyfriend wants them to or, you know, whatever their yeah. whatever the reason is. If it's not if it's not motivated from, hey, this is fun and I get paid to do it. Fuck yeah. If that's not <laughs> if that's not mindset, then it's really not going to come across as very good porn to me because I like the authentic stuff. I mean, there's of course, we all watch porn that has the bad acting and. <laughs> And, and the and the fake moans and you know squeals and you're like I know she's not enjoying that like you know nobody enjoys being hit. Uh, I'll lie to myself. I, <laughs> I do it in my face. real world. Oh no, he he, he has made it explicitly clear that he enjoys the fear of death. Oh, I do. See, well, don't we all? See, we all like Marty, the I knew I. This is why we get along. How Marty. do you not, how do you not enjoy getting hit, but you do enjoy the fear of death? I feel like that's too extremes like oh i don't like getting a little splash of water on my face but i enjoy getting caught in a rainstorm two different things exactly <laughs> it's the intent <laughs> it's the intent behind it it all comes down to intent so See, the intent of death it does. well it's the it, it's the fear it, the intent is to fear not that okay the, so marty what do you do to get the fear of death into you well, I live my life. I <laughs> <laughs> it's you have a near death experience and then you go fuck with everything I do. <laughs> like a Spartan soldier coming back from war. But I, you know, but this I don't go out of my way Florida. to hurt anybody else, you know? <laughs> the only person the person in the world I'm gonna hurt is myself. And quite frankly, I I I don't. Like I, when people think I'm making a mistake and I'm falling down, I bounce back up higher than what, than where I started from. So I always fall up. So I've got nothing to lose. Falling so up, Marty. Me, that's what we call it. Living on that edge and that fear of death. I got nothing to fear. I've got nothing to fear. I've lived a really good life. I got nothing to fear. Now, so that I mean, that is some tremendous, tremendous stuff. Some I mean, amazing words by you, Marty Joe. This is why we love you here on the program. Um, I think one of the other questions we've got from some of our, our listeners, um, what is your, your living situation now? I'm going obviously through the pandemic West. We heard you were with, uh, your, your uncle. Uh, am I correct? Correct. Um, my, my uncle in Citrus County, that's actually about a hundred miles away from this bar I work at. Ooh. So Quite because, well, it is a hell of a commute. So <laughs> I only make it once a week. Sometimes. Um, on my expired tags, which is really fun. Been there. Again, living on the edge. Uh, it, it, it has been rough because with the bar being closed most of this year, you know, obviously money is tight. Um, housing situation right now is ridiculous. I uh, My car is packed with half of my clothes and I change out the wardrobe every time I go to my uncle's house. And fortunately for me, I have a lot of good friends and options and places to stay and options come out through the night as well there here at go. work. And um, I, I managed to make it through. As long as I can get at least three hours of sleep and a shower, I'm good. <laughs> we are the opposite people, Marty Joe. Um, so <laughs> I have a question. This is the last question we ask all of our guests uh, that we interview starting now. Um, what are you going to be doing for the next 10 minutes after we hang up on the phone call? Um, I'm going to go back out into the bar and tell everybody what we talked about. <laughs> Let's go. Spread the word. That's what we do here, Marty. So you got any anything? They all know I'm back here, and they're all just waiting for this damn door to open. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
She did it. <laughs> yeah. So anything left Thank- to plug, Marty? So we can uh, have a have you get some uh, any anything we can do to help. Absolutely. Well, of course, not your average mom on Pornhub is N O T U R A V E R A G E M O M. It's it's not you know the other your. And um, I will have Snapchat back up and running here very very shortly, Let's and it's Mood Lifter. We've been waiting Moodle. patiently. Moodle. 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 We need that Moodle. And then of course you can always find me at Squeaky's Bar at nine six four one Bay Pines Boulevard here in Seminole, Florida. I'm here Wednesday through Sunday, 7 p.m. to close. All right. Officially, that's 2 a.m. Unofficially, <laughs> I'll put your ass out at 3 if you make it worth my while. <laughs> there we go. Well, everyone go visit Marty. Uh, go like and follow, and we'll be sure to talk to you in the future. Yeah. Very oh, awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Always a pleasure, Marty. Hopefully, I'll have my own place to live the next time we talk. There we go. Well, well, everyone, go get Marty a new place to live. Go follow her uh, Snapchat. Yeah, come give me tips so I can get a place <laughs> to live, but I'm not living in my car anymore. All right, Marty, we love you here. Take it easy. I love you guys. You take it easy, too. All right, bye. Thanks, Marty. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I told you not to miss it. Been on the schedule for uh, three, four months now. I know you're the fucking number one fan. Right, Clamor for it all the time. I guess I am a day one. Yeah, as uh, Mason's like the day one, and like he was like the um, like the Moses. I like brought the tablets down from the like God spoke to me and like here's Marty Joe, and then everyone else has just followed suit. I parted the seas and Marty Joe walked through and came into our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Great yeah. fun. So. Um, I, I hope everyone enjoyed the Marty Joe interview. I think we got some serious stuff, some lighthearted stuff, as we tend to do here. Um, I, th- I mean, I love Marty Joe. I, I, I'll have her on uh, every day of the week. So, yeah, Marty's great. Um, a little worried about her. I didn't. I uh, hope she's okay. If there's anything we can do to help you out, Marty, please reach out. We'd, uh, we'd definitely be happy to uh, everyone, do whatever we can. Yeah, everyone, go help out Marty Joe. I mean, she's a great lady. Um, she's a special guest on the weekly inconvenience place in my heart <laughs> um so i think the the one thing i mean we're going to kind of shift gears here um there was a insane insane incident i had at my home so as a cigarette smoker i went out in my backyard i smoked a cigarette and i got chased around by a bee because that happens in the middle of november it's a sign so i was like you know as i'm smoking I'm just getting chased around by this bee and um I go inside. I'm like, well, that was annoying. I lay down in my bed, and I'm fucking on the phone with Nelso. And out of nowhere, I, like, see a bee come crawling, like, by my shoulder. It was the bee that was tormenting me in my backyard. And I freaked the fuck out. I lost it. It was walking on you? It was walking on my bed. And thank you. Oh, it came into yeah, dude, it followed me in. I think it latched. Wow. Like I lost it for a second. I thought I, I thought I like juked it. I was like, "Psych, not following me inside my house." I was wrong. I think it latched onto my back, and I think it was damaged because I'm fat and fucking probably plopped it onto my my bed. It's a crafty bee. Yeah, because it was it was stumbling around. And eventually, got caught in a glue board because I'm in pest control and I just have those lying around. So That's very convenient. Caught the bee on a on a, a glue board and crushed it. Threw it out. That was my B experience, but being that you were on the phone with me during this excursion, 
you you told me you had something to to follow up with. Uh, yeah, no, I have my B story. Yeah, I have a, another traumatizing indoor B story. Um, it didn't quite start out the same, but it ended a lot worse. Ooh, oh no! So there was a time when I was playing video games in my basement in like high school, and like occasionally, just a, a, a bee would just start walking up to me, and I'm like, "This is odd." Kill it, wasp man. Yeah, seriously, I'm attracted. They're attracted to me. Um, they they're crawling over to me. I kill it, throw it in a bucket, right sitting right next to the uh, the console. So you just had a bucket full of like dead bees. Yeah, it filled up quickly because my brother would do the same thing. <laughs> and my brother and we're like, what? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, we have to address this issue now. We can't keep ignoring it. <laughs> you have a months. bucket full of bees. Yeah, I'm surprised you let it get to that point. They were all flightless for some reason. That's a thing. You get some docile bees. They were all. One day we go into one of my. It was my brother. He went into the utility closet, and he like screamed. He's like, "Yo, come down!" He did call me Nelson too. He actually does call me Nelson. Um, really hammering that nickname home. It's in the, it's in the description. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I look into the utility closet, and there's like a swarm of like three hundred bees oh, in there, Christ. like a massive nest in the back right. And shut the door. It was like opening the refrigerator in Ghostbusters. Like holy fuck! <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah, I don't know how we let it get to that point or how we didn't notice or find the source, but there there lies the uh, the indoor bee. So I think you avoided that situation by the glue trap. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine? I just, like, let it go. It happened to be, like, a like a pregnant bee. Queen bee. Yeah. <laughs> Queen bee. Yeah, you, you would th- yeah, I mean, that that's miserable. What did you guys do? I don't really remember. I think they probably just called pest control. Got a bunch of glue traps. That sounds about right. I have a cat that that's so I um I, I had one of uh, my technicians was telling me one time he went into this woman's attic because she had a bee's nest up there and he was going to treat it. And when you like treat bees to like kill them, you use like a, basically a nerve agent and they just start like freaking out and like stinging each other and themselves and like and then they die. Oh, that's best case scenario. That's they, best. Ca- yeah. They implode. Well, he goes up there and he's about to treat the, the wasp nest and he finds fucking bats. In this woman's attic, he had to, like, literally climb down, walk out, and was like, I cannot do anything for you because if I treat those bees, they might sting those bats, and that will not end well for anyone involved in this situation. <laughs> that is an awful scenario to be in. Yeah. What happens when bats get stung by bees? They just get riled up. and Yeah, you don't want bats just flying around your fucking attic any more than they already are. Wouldn't they get affected by the nerve agent, too? No, because it's, it's not the... So what's the remedy? How do we fix this? Uh, you get rid of the bats, and you get rid of the bees. How do you, you get rid of the bats? Your company does that. They get uh, rid oh, of bat, bat removal. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of bat shit in my day. Bat guana. That's what they call it. Bat guana, yeah. Is that the only animal that the shit is called guana? Can I... I do I guana? I, I don't know. Look it up. I, I don't know if that's, like, just a universal term for shit that just so happens to only be applied to bats. But normally I just call other animal shit animal feces. Bats. What about pellets? Guana. I've never referred to shit as pellets. That would be like like from an owl. Pellets. Pellets. pellets, Dude, why in high school do they have us digging through owl shit? Remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, I dug through some owl shit. Oh, look, there's bones in their poop. Mm -hmm. All right, man. Why do I have to dig through shit to, like, find that out? Because they ate it. (laughs) It's a vole. 
All right, now I got a fucking emptied fucking altered and a fucking vol skull. No, no, you got to the nucleus. <laughs> what are we doing here? We're fucking d- dissecting poop in class. I walked into the science closet one time in high school, and there was a rack of dead cats. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. smells oh, yeah. horrible. Yeah, they used to have, what was it, like, AP Bio used to dissect cats. You had to be, like, extra smart to be have the privilege of cutting open cats. Yeah. They're not discovering anything new in this exercise. Like, what are we doing? There's diagrams for this. Why do I got go to do go it? to do that in college? Do that in this or not at all, unless it's like your profession. I think college is really the cutoff. They should be cutting animals open in uh, in high school. There's a, nobody wins. They had us doing that in middle school. What? Trying to open frogs. You Where did, did you frogs go? in middle school? Yeah. Don't they have like multiple hearts or something? Or that might have been the worm. I think I dissected a worm. Worm. Yeah, we did. We that. did. A, we did a worm. Fat we did, fucking we did that earthworm. before the frog. Is this what happens when you like dissect things? Do you we start did to... a pig fetus. Pigs, yeah. So it was definitely some pig fetus talking. Oh, yeah. Uh. I've cut open some pig fetus, buddy. Uh. <laughs> Why do they subject us to this? I'm so confused. Can we, like, call someone and find out, like the school board, and be like, Why, Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, you're training psychos. Serial killers, man. Essentially, it's like, I really like the feeling of the knife going into the flesh. Like, this is what I like about this activity. Thank yep. you, high school. I can get used to this scalpel thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peeling back the layers. Um, speaking of peeling back the layers, there, there is a, um, we might have to get some people on the, the horn here, but there is some, some allegations being thrown down in the top of, uh, the drunk gamblers world, um, on the weekly Incon Instagram page. It is apparently flooded with MILFs. So? No one has owned up. To being the reason why the page is flooded with, like, gilfs. I, I, I misstated, like, it's like 50-plus-year-old women. And the only people with access to that account are Tiger Woods, Pop, and you. Both Tiger Woods and Pop have separately denied this and brought it to my attention separately. And you're the only one that has not. Like, they're like, both of them have been like, why are there so many gilfs on this page? Like, this, like, this is the only one that, like, is just flooded with, like... I'm pulling up the screen right now. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they've both made explicit, explicit, like, remarks regarding this. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen the post come up 100%. Um, I mean, I'm scrolling through it right now. I don't really see exactly what I mean, you're talking about. We all but know call, that he... ti- call Tiger Woods. Call Tiger Woods right now. We all know you like to <laughs> follow new pages. You... So that's what that was my next point. Is What I do is I go on other accounts that already follow our account, and I follow all of their followers. And the people that follow us back, I let breathe. So we're following them. And then I unfollow everybody that does it. So I don't think 65-plus women are our market for this podcast. <laughs> So they may not be the ones you're trying to follow and hope they follow back. Yes. I mean, I don't look at the accounts when I follow them. Get get Tiger Woods on the phone. It's a total coincidence I, that we're a retirement home now. Yeah, I I think that I think there could I I could be wrong, but there could be some some foul play going on. I think you could be using this as one of your weird voyeuristic incidents. <laughs> no, honestly, I. Can't say that I have no contribution to it, but I can't say that I'm serially looking at grand, like naked grandmas or whatever on Instagram. Not naked. Can't do that on Instagram. Pretty close. Sounds like you're pretty well versed in what it looks like. So. I've I've had that. I've had them sent to me. Explain like what is going on. <laughs> well, I guess a lot of people that you're following the followers of, they have a lot of milfs. 
and gilfs. I, I think there there is definitely a scenario on where Nelson is hunting down gilfs to follow on our Instagram <laughs> account. I think that's a totally possible thing. I'm not here to kink shame you, like, but I think the uh, gilf hunter. this is the yeah, yeah, the right. gilf hunter over here is one of like that is cool that you can do that on your own personal accounts, but I think that should stay off the professional accounts. I think um, turn it up. That yeah okay. I mean, I have I don't see exactly what the huge issue is. I don't think it's a huge conspiracy. I uh, know I just yo tiger. Live to tape. We're we're getting into the you you have. Uh, blown open a, a, a potential issue with the Instagram account being that it's following a ton of uh, 60 plus models oh it's not an issue I mean uh, issue, it, well, <laughs> issue isn't isn't the word I, I, I may be misspeak I, I don't think and I, I said it previously on the show so I'll restate it again I don't think 65 plus women are, are market this is coming from someone who just requested I get Marty Joe on the show for this week Marty, <laughs> Marty, yeah, Marty, Marty is a, yeah, that's, they're, they're all I, I mean, Marty has a great story. A we huge, love Marty here. Let him speak. There's been just, a huge influx of 50 plus year old women on my feed. Okay, so maybe some of the original ones really latched on and they're spreading the word around the community. So, I mean, all right, I'll, I'll state it this way. True. If you are a listener of the True. show and you're over the age of, we'll say, 55, comment, please, so we can see if this is actually working or not. Email us at management at drunkgamblers .com. Call my use your house phone and call me. DM us on Instagram <laughs> at Weekly and Con. Already following us. Maybe even throw a poll on Twitter. Send, send me something in the mail, a postcard, maybe. I'll take a postcard. So, Tiger, you're denying that you have anything to do with this. Denying? Yeah. Are, are you? No, 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 no. Right. I just I, I I wanted to hear your take on it. Like, I didn't know. If I don't know if you knew these women personally per se. I mean, there's just a lot of them. And it's you know social them media. Look... No, I don't like know anybody personally on social media. Like a small fraction. Well, so Tiger, okay. are, are you okay. contributing to the influx in uh, 55 plus crowd? No, no. That's why I was confused. Like who was following all those accounts? Like it was just like I was scrolling and like. So it seems it, like, it appears to be, and we can get pop on the horn, but it appears to be based off what I'm hearing. That you, Nelso, are the sole contributor to the 55-plus crowd. <laughs> I'm leading candidate, yeah, but I <laughs> I can't say I did it on purpose, but I can say it's possible. But I also think Tiger's a prime suspect because he does run Ooh. a separate show account that Ooh. the median age of the fan of the sport that he covers is in the 50s. How do you respond okay. to these allegations? So so you think when I'm on like the hub and stuff, it's like catching, it's like catching my data. <laughs> Will you release the records? Somehow they're... They're like finding the show. <laughs> yeah, show us your history bar. Um, <laughs> Type in G and see what fills in after that. <laughs> would, would you say? Would you say that your show Tiger's Tennis Talk would benefit from having a large influx of middle-aged to older-aged women? Ulterior motives. Yeah, it's it's definitely more older people okay. that are what, reading. What would you say the median age of your tire uh, at Tiger's Tennis Talk on Instagram pages? Honestly can't see that type of data but from the people i interact with it seems like over 30 definitely like over 30 that like 30 to 50 seems like the range honestly okay. it's like middle-aged like fans so on instagram just looking for that media that uh, tiger's tennis talk brings. so maybe tiger's tennis talk is is 
is is uh is bringing in these older viewers that just so happen to only be appearing on the weekly incon page i'm gonna either let tiger get on the hook or off the hook here we can do it and it's evidence-based there's nothing you can do about it he's the only one with the yeah. access to the tiger's tennis talk account and we can see who he follows on that account Ooh. so if he's guilford on our account you know he's guilford on that account he's guilford off everywhere oh there's no guilt there's no Ooh. guilt on this side no no, no guilt guilt. I'm, off, I'm off the hook Okay, then I you're good. The then you're good. I won't even look. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we got to get yeah, Pop yeah. on the horn next. So, all right, Tiger. Good looks. Go follow at, at Tiger's Tennis yeah. Talk on Instagram. We're going to get Pop on the horn next. Have a good night, brother. All right, guys. All right. I guess we got to get Pop's take. I, Tiger, uh, in fairness, I think he made the, the situation worf, worse for himself because he also brought it to my attention first. So, I think it. it Whoever might, smelt it, he, dealt it. Whoever he, smelt it, dealt it. He's sus. He's sus. Correct. It, it was a what? What is it? A, a self-report. He self-reported. Yeah. He self Yo, pop. Live, live tape. tape. Um, what's going on with these gilfs on the Incon page? What are you talking about? There, there there's gilfs popping up all over the Incon page. Tiger denies it. Mason kind of denies it, and we're just trying to figure out who's following all the gilfs on the page. Yeah, I don't even go on that page. It's definitely Mason. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, you say you'd never go on the page, but how do you know that the feed is filled with gilfs then? It was brought to our collective attention. I will, I will, I don't want to lead the witness here. Yeah, but. because everyone was texting me about it. I didn't even know it was a thing. I never got texted about it. Uh, deliberately. Yeah, no, it you, you were the bad <laughs> You guys are fucking crazy. If I was the one following all these gilfs, that is more normal than what happened there. <laughs> it, it was I, it was brought to my attention originally, and I like I just let it like go. I was like, "Hey, we'll see what happens." And then it was brought to my attention. And I have tiger starting to sound more and more sus. <laughs> it might be tiger. We may have come come around. He may have he may have exposed himself on accident. I mean, I I think my response is pretty much a tell all. Like I would hop on a on a lie detector, and I mean, ooh. Yeah, I think they they only got to be like a hundred bucks. So would I, dude. If they don't have full sleeves or big tits, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I sure can, we can find that can for you, Bob. <laughs> I mean, he's at least he's admitting to following racy material. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at a ton of racy material. So I don't understand what the conspiracy is. What's the issue? No, there, there's no issue. The, the, well, there is an issue. I think the issue is I think you're trying to target the wrong demographic on that page. See, I, it, It's more of like it, this is like an inside baseball type thing. I think we have to be targeting an 18 to 35 type market uh, male and you are targeting 65 plus female. I don't think that those are quite the opposite, actually. I feel like in this day and age, you can market to like everyone. I agree with Shark. I think I, I picture a bunch of nice families sitting together at Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, and grandma's like, have you seen Weekly Inconvenience? Exactly. Their 18 to 35-year-old granddaughter is like, <laughs> no, what is that? All right, Pop. We love you. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Love you, Pop. All right. Later. All right. So we did not get to the bottom of anything. If anything, we've muddied the waters more. At least I'm aware of it now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was happening previously. In fairness, it was brought to me by Tiger that was like, this would be good content for the show. And then I was like, what? And he explained the situation to me. And I reached out to Pop. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because you were the first person named. He said, I think Mason is is liking all these He guys. accuses me of everything, though. So I, I don't, I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. I shouldn't say he accuses me of everything, but. I want to. Pretty sus. I'm not sus. <laughs> How am I sus? 
Look at me. You're following random people on the page all the time. That's not sus. That's how you build <clears throat> followers. So this is, and Some of those I guess we could post this picture. Some I'll send it and we'll post it on the page. This is the picture Tiger Woods sent me. I've never seen that lady before in my it life. says, don't say anything if you haven't already, as if I would have already known that this page is following tons of 50-plus-year-old women. These 50, he, uh, and I quote in, in Tiger's words, these 50-plus women have, or, or I'm sorry, these 50-plus women are everywhere on the feed. Yeah. That was the text. That was the text I received from Tiger Woods. I'd rather have them as fans than not as fans. I mean, I'm new to the situation. Oh no, no, no! If they are fans, why don't we be fans? I, we accept everyone here. We don't kink shame. We don't age shame. We don't, we're it not. Sounds uh, like there's a lot of shaming going on. No, here. no, 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 no. I mean, no. we just did seven minutes on it. There's no issue, except for that you think it's the wrong demographic. No, yeah, I think no. It's more. Of, I think we have to start targeting the 18 to 35 male because I think that's where we'll have more success than the 65 plus woman crowd. All right, we'll see. Like I think the eighteen to thirty-five men and women are our are, are target market, and sixty-five plus is not if you think what I'm, generally would enjoy the show. If you think I'm disagreeing with you, you're crazy. I 100 percent agree. All right, no, I, I don't expect our fan base to be sixty-five plus year old women. That's nuts. I mean, and if it is, it's fine. Completely go fine. follow. It, but... Go follow Gage Your Health at Gage Your Health on Instagram and YouTube. That's fine. Maybe that's more your speed. That's fine. Oh my, just say no if you want to listen to some weekly inconvenience and talk about the porn I watch. I don't give a shit. I noted, <laughs> as you get angrier, the porn gets more aggressive. It happens. Oregon, get your shit together. <laughs> uh, Melissa should be here any minute. We have her coming up. So if you remember Melissa, she was um, intuitively you on Instagram. She is known... For her, how would you classify it? Her therapy, or her her gift of being able to teach people how to break through through movement and communication. Yes. Am she, I missing anything? The, yes. No, you're not. You're not. So it's like Tai Chi. I, I'm not exactly positive. I can play the uh, video again. Tai, is that was that Tai Chi? What's Tai Chi? This one. I I have no idea. I don't know Tai Chi. Maybe I should learn Tai Chi. You think she could teach me Tai Chi? She could teach you whatever it is she has. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, she seems more of like a, a yogi. That's what they call people that do I yoga. Share something. Oh. I created a program because I know what it feels like to be stuck. And I know what it feels like to almost be at that next level of life and not be able to break through. We need that. Breaking through. I That's found... Cute. That Shoot. using movement along with understanding myself better I, we has helped that me in so many ways. We all have a desire to grow and we all have like this ability tree. to grow. It's just there's some things that we can't break through. Like brick so walls. So I created this program. Can't break through. Oh. Tiger's calling us back. What's up, Tiger? You're live to tape. Live tape. All right. Did, uh, what, what did Pop say? <laughs> you seem awfully concerned about this, buddy. Yeah, you were sweating it, it seems like. Uh, I just, I was about to text Strap. <laughs> I don't know, I just found a funny picture. Alright, let's see. I'll, I'll throw it up. At, yeah, send it over. Yeah, I'll, send I'll, it, I'll send, it. Te text it over right now. We're doing the show right now. So, yeah. so Tiger, so th this is... This is concerning because you seem pretty quick to like want to be able to cast the blame on on uh, on Nelso here. So like if if Mason's the one liking all all these sixty five plus women, yeah, I mean you're pretty quick to like just throw him under the bus. 
I guess that is pretty wrong of me. <laughs> can you turn <laughs> Melissa off in the background? I can I can still hear it. I can't do it. Dude, just double and unplug it. It wasn't working. Alright. We can't hear you anymore, but it's and now I, get get him plugged back in. Now I feel like you're tampering with evidence now, and now we can't video. we can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> playing the video. I, I think you're trying to fucking you know maneuver some things here. We can't we can't hear his defense. I'm we can't hear what he has to say. That's a real shame. I guess it's him. It's not happening. Is it? How it's do we know? You're all. I know. I'm the only one in the clear. I'm like fucking uh, Sherlock Holmes. I'm, I'm out here. I'm gonna find the fucking one that did it. Call me Scooby-Doo. All right, do it. Yeah, <laughs> meddling kids. We'll rip off a mask. Scooby, <laughs> sixty-five-year-old man. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> From Shady Acres. <laughs> It'd be God. Johnny Hollywood bringing his following. Yeah, dude. Maybe it's Johnny Hollywood fucking hacked our account. Oh, call Johnny Hollywood. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Get Johnny Hollywood weekly, on the horn. Weekly check-in. Yeah, we got to right. check in with him. Make sure so, he's doing okay. I have to describe the picture that Tiger Woods just sent me. We'll post it on the, the YouTube. We'll post it on the Twitter. See, he's playing the video again. Why are you doing that? Know how to... Are you... Uh, he might be a 65-year-old man. No. Just close everything out on your phone real quick. Double tap. I did. Yeah, you did. Just watching you swipe yeah. a million things away. I, I closed out of the Instagram that was playing it, dude. Come out. I, I, I don't know if we can post the picture. This, Tiger this just sent me dry. on Instagram. What is happening right now? Have I had this stain the whole time? Yes. Have I really? Yes. Are you serious? Maybe. No one no, said anything to me? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's dry. Feel it. No. <laughs> we'll watch the playback. rubbing your chest. Just we'll watch the playback and see. It's dry. It's not on my chest now. Tell me that. It looks dry. Yeah. It's, see? I don't know why what I had to touch that. What the hell is happening? Did you just plug in the thing? I plugged my phone back in, yeah. Okay. Don't know what that noise was. Is my hoodie over there? It's outside. I gotta go grab it. It's fine. Yeah. I'll I'll uh, I'll play I'll play through the, the end. roof. On the roof. <laughs> on the roof. All right, get jo Johnny Hollywood on the horn. I wonder how he's gonna be today. Probably yeah. won't answer. Always enthusiastic. I'll call Johnny him. Hollywood. Oh, you said I'll call. Him. Yeah, yeah, a little no, offended call. last week. He got us mixed yeah. up. Johnny Hollywood. Yeah, he thought we were someone back. else. Who the fuck? Who the fuck does Johnny Hollywood think we are? All right, I'll sneak into live to tape better this time. All right, we're we're well. You have to work on the live to tape. So, it. all right, Johnny Hollywood, let's let's go. What? Oh. Is this not it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, did he change his name? No, I fucked it up. Oh, okay. All right, so get your live tape ready. We're getting Johnny Hollywood on the horn. <laughs> He's going to answer. I can feel it in my plums. Come on, Johnny. Come on. Pick up, Johnny. Johnny, no. God damn it, Johnny! He's on you to us. Should I give it a shot? Yeah, maybe he might have your number saved, yeah. But he was pissed after the last call. No, he loves yes, us. Yes, he messaged me saying, bro, you caught me off guard today. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what we do here. Yeah, I said it's on brand. Yeah, tell me he was great. He liked it, right? We're happy you're on board. No, he did not seem to like it. No, he liked it. That's just Johnny Hollywood's humor. He's like fucking uh, Jimmy Carr. All right, Melissa's here. All right. All right, so we're going to welcome Melissa on. Hi. At intuitively you on hey. Instagram. So Underscore you. 
oh, underscore. Underscore you. Classic mix-up. So thank you for joining us today. It's a real pleasure. Um, your Instagram is a hit, hit in our community. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Right. Thank yeah. you. So I, I, the... Uh, could, would you mind kind of explaining everything that, you know, the, the program's about and everything that, you, you know, you're trying to build? Okay, so I'm going to give you a background on my history. Um, I grew up in a household, mom, dad, brother, you know, it was just us four. Um, I had a lot of mental hardships, um, not physical, just I went through a lot. I was a drug addict at the age of 16. Um, I had postpartum depression. My anxiety was through the roof. Um, and a lot of toxic relationships. Come to find out I was the toxic one. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. It's, cre- it's like you're living in a twilight zone. You're like, no way. <laughs> How did I not see this? It's the sixth sense. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I am finding that with myself... Having conversations about my past and things that affected me, it, it it helped me to release and it helped me to have a little bit more clarity. And then with movement, like I got addicted to working out. I was a weightlifter for a very long time. Now I'm just addicted to the connection of spirituality and the movement of my body. We're spiritual here at The Weekly Inconvenience. Oh, yeah. We're very spiritual. And I mentioned, I know that you mentioned in the video that you broke through. So that's what you were breaking through kind of from the old you that had some of these issues and didn't realize you were, were maybe causing some problems that you, you weren't happy with into the new you where you haven't explained it. Well, yeah. Well, I'm still working on it. Um, I old knew there was, um, there's something inside of me that knows what my path was. Your brain. Well, <laughs> spiritually. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. So I knew what it was, but I had so many things in my head I was constantly constantly replaying scenarios in my head and not being able to get past the the confusion and what's going on how am I supposed to do this and by being open about things that happened and why I act the way that I act and the reason the the behind the scenes that programmed my brain okay so I was able to find out why and now I am able to demolish all of that, and I'm rebuilding my foundation. It's impressive. That's something that neither of us have ever done. Nope. What? Well, I am also 33 with two kids, so you know, give it a you've, bit. you've seen some shit. Yeah, I've seen it some sounds shit. like it. Yeah. Um, so, did you have sayings um, that helped you get through? Love uh, sayings. Some okay. of your love sayings here. So, my first saying when I first ended a relationship and I was becoming a new, like I was becoming, I, I've gotten my job downtown. I was a dream hairstylist, what I wanted to be. And everything was fuck it. All right. Just, How do you mean? Just like, fuck it. Like oh, I don't, okay. I'm not going to let anything bother me. Fuck it. But you know, see now I'm sorry. Not like, so when I think like, Oh fuck it. It's just like, ah, we're not, we're going to give up. Like, so like, is that like a different fuck it? Yeah, like it's like a oh, fuck it versus like then fuck it. Was I allowed people's judgment of me like get to me? Like I it upset me. So when people would say stuff about me, I would get so upset and it would affect me in my daily life. So then I just started saying fuck it. Like I'm not gonna let them bother me. Fuck them. Fuck it. Sorry, I'm saying fuck a lot. Say fuck, okay? fuck, 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 yeah. fuck, <laughs> shit, cunt, whatever you want. So that was at that point. I was what 23, 24, and that's when I started getting addicted to working out, and that's where movement got 
is a play in my life. So do you find it different in movement? Because I think from looking at your your Instagram, it, it's more like, it appears like to me, the, the untrained eye, like yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, do you find it different in the movement of like working out, running and like exercising versus yoga? Not to say yoga isn't exercising, no, 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 but no. in the... I understand. Um, believe it or not, I've had this conversation with Frank. Frank is my fiance. I've had conversations Shut up, Frank. with he, he, conversationalist. Um, <laughs> he, um, he runs and he, when I meditate and when I do yoga, I get to a certain point in my brain where it's like, I am in control of all thought. And he gets to the same point when he runs like that. The runner's high. Yeah. So it's. Everything for me, slowing down, like with yoga and being able to push my body to certain points, like it's a different kind of feeling. Like it's more like I'm able to do something I never was able to do before. Whereas working out, it was good. It, it released the stress, but it definitely was more of a release than yoga is more of like a uniting me. So is that where you found like the difference? In, like almost like working out is kind of more of like anger versus control and calm. It, cause so for me, like when I think uh, of working out, like I think back to like when I used to play football in high school and shit where it was like, I want to lift as much things as I can as fast as I can and put them back down. Where yoga to me, uh, as someone, I've never done yoga. It, it seems to be more of, you know, at peace, like yeah. calming. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, that is that something you found as well, switching from mostly focusing on working out and that form of exercising to yoga 100 percent, definitely i'm no stranger to yoga i've done yoga plenty of times in my days you're, you're a yogi as oh, well. oh is that what they call us yeah yogi bear i guess so. i'm a yogi is that what they call us yeah, yogis sure. i think uh, he was the first she one. doesn't that did not sound convincing no. <laughs> they don't call them yogis off my scarf. Yeah. <laughs> uh so the um yeah, i'm a yogi yeah sure yeah. Yeah, that's what we call you here, Yogi Bear. Right, I did some VHSs back in the day. I'm not, I can't. I don't know if I qualify. Well, I my my thing with yoga was when I would go to yoga classes, I was so confused. Like, and I would get so down on myself because I'd be doing yoga and I don't understand why I'm doing this yoga. Was it an English speaking class? You might have just been in the wrong class. No, that is very hard to know, like what to do when it's in a different language. No, it was like it was. <laughs> oh, in it was English. in English. Okay. Yeah, but I was looking for that connective that they everybody talks about and when you go into a yoga class and you don't know what you're doing and you're not in a beginner like a full beginner like this is what we're going to do this is how you breathe you know like step by step get you to that level that you want to get to i would just go into a yoga class and be like all right i'm in this pose you know like <laughs> why am i here so i found with me like having self-practice and being able to like ask questions and understand it and dig a little deeper like okay well why am why do I have to connect my breath with this movement, you know? So that's deep. <laughs> that's now, deep. did you do it through like a, a personal trainer or did you do it through like YouTube? Like uh, obviously you can get that like type well, of stuff everywhere now. Yeah, basically. I've done yoga classes on TV. Um again, I have a hard time listening and trying to get the connective thing with it. So I, I actually have a girlfriend, Aubrey. Um, Does she, your fiance know? Shout out, Aubrey. <laughs> she um, she actually like really opened me up to it all. Um, she is influencer on Instagram, and she's really just fucking awesome. But um, yeah, she Love taught that. me breath <laughs> That's work. good. She taught me breath work, which she's going to be teaching me more. I'm going to be doing a class with her. Um, so I'm. The, the side of yoga for me wasn't the exercise. It was definitely the, the more of the inner calmness and peace and being able to stay present. Um, 
So are you trying to build with your program a community of people that you can kind of deliver what you've learned well, to them? Yes. Um, I tr kind of want to focus more on the aspect of recovering addicts or mothers that have anxieties and postpartums and different obstacles that they they can't get over and for men like you guys like things that you're like if you have any kind of addictions going on and addiction can be anything it's not just a substance it could be anything no. oh so, i know <laughs> I, <laughs> look at the name of this company <laughs> exactly. so you know Both exactly perfect example <laughs> <laughs> would you say like i'm your ideal like male like target audience like the the lunatic that has like a drinking and gambling problem um no if you're we're fucked if she fixes that if you could fix that then you are okay but here's my thing are you addicted to it or is it more of just like a hobby like can you get away Depends from that? Depends who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hobby. I just do it for fun. Yeah. It doesn't hurt me every night when I go to sleep. <laughs> um, so through spirituality, we have a, a focus on the show that we kind of go back to occasionally, and it's kind of um, like the f reading the future. And I actually drove past a fortune teller today, and I considered going in. Is that something you would recommend? I love beautiful you're in the right place you came to the right spot i have always i am very spiritual i have done things and dreamt things that have come true um that goes into a whole nother you're side like a of gypsy me. um it, it was it was really scary similar but different but now it's to the point where it's it's like oh, okay that happened whatever but psychics to me i actually just had couple of cards pulled the other day because I was having a little bit of trouble with my... We do card my, pulling. Uh, Where do you... Not those kind of card pulls. <laughs> oh, different cards. Somebody that I know, I've, I'm in a group. She she knows a couple of people that I grew up with and I just, you know, she had pulled a couple of cards. Does she do public polling? Can I get she pulled? She does it on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Ooh, I'm on Facebook. Yeah, pull me. Then I'll at you. At me. Let's get pulled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at okay. at yeah. no point during like any of these psychics you were like, this might be bullshit? It's a fair question. Yeah, there has been a few. I, I've gone to a lot. So, like, what, like, for you, like, so, for someone like me, like, I'm a, I'm a generally a skeptic person, like, so, when I hear things, like, oh, like, they told me, like, you know, the sun was going to come up tomorrow, I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, so, it, it's where, like, for you, have you kind of defined, like, the difference in, like, this is something that works for me or someone I believe and trust for someone that's not, because it, it's similar to my take on, you know, all things. Like, if it works for you, great. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you shouldn't do it or can't do it. But for someone like me where, you know, I'm just kind of like, I, like, I don't see the benefit for me. Where, like, I'm happy you have something like that that works for you. It, it's just for me, like, I don't, it, it doesn't register in my brain. Now, when you have gone to psychics, have they been psychics that you were just like, oh, there's a psychic place, let me... Like, no, I, the the only time I, I the only time I've done a psychic was on the show with with Shaq. I, I think it's total bullshit. Yeah, it, was, it was a horrible, horrible uh, reader. So, <laughs> I'll tell you about one that was kind of crazy. Um, it was an old girlfriend of mine. Her mom, she had bipolar and like schizophrenia, and you know, God bless her soul. But um, right before I got pregnant with my son, now mind you, I wasn't in a relationship when this happened mm -hmm. and she's reading me right and she's like oh i see a baby boy and she's using dot like uh just regular hand like the tarot cards fish cards oh like a deck like a, like a deck, deck of, of cards. poker cards yeah. yeah so 
she's reading and she's like, I see a little boy. There's a little boy. Like there's this little boy. He, he's come, this little boy, he's coming into your life. I don't know who he's coming from, but he's coming into your life. And I'm like calling my brother. I'm like, are you pregnant with another kid? Here I ended up, I, I was pregnant and didn't even know it. And she, you know, she predicted my son. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I like, I, I totally, uh, it's. He's at a loss for words now. You got him. It's because it's similar to horoscopes. I mean, I can make a claim about a little boy, and then in my opinion, what I think happens is people build it into fruition. In your case, that's obviously a crazy uh, anomaly or or happenstance in in what I I would consider. I mean, but like I said, it's you could have found like, oh, your your nephew was having a a kid or your your uncle. Ever come in contact with a medium? Excuse me. A medium. Like temperature? Come in contact with the large. (laughs) I haven't worn a medium since like elementary school. So a medium is somebody that can talk to spirits on the other side. My father was a medium. Um, he he conducted seances often. Um, What's a seance? Like the exorcist. You never know what a seance. I've heard the term. (laughs) (laughs) It's the sequel. (laughs) Okay, it's it's energy, dude. It all goes back to energy. But anyway, I never dabbled into that because it's always scared the shit out of me. Like, yeah, because you can like bring in demons, right? Yeah, I don't have time for that. See, I know a little bit about it. <laughs> but my dad would do it, and he would be a medium writing things out, whatever. Um, I went to this one psychic a while ago. Now, I have a friend that passed away when I was 18. He was 20, a couple weeks before his 21st birthday. And um, he passed away, and we were really close. Um and every I went to this one psychic, and he told Lee, there's this song, you know, Beanie Siegel, Feel It in the Air. Okay. Well, drop it in right here real quick. <laughs> boom, boom, done. You just heard it. Okay, so every time that song would come Maybe. on, I would constantly just think of him. So when I went to the psychic, he's just like, there's a song that comes on the radio often for you, isn't there? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, th- that's your friend. He, he, he wants you to know he puts that song on for you. He, he's got a dog with him, and now his dog had just recently passed away, but I was friends with his sister on Facebook, and she posted it, that his dog passed away. He's like, he's, he was a black dog. So that got me even deeper into Nobody oh, have a, I'm a, a sold. black lab? <laughs> um, it, I forget what kind of dog it was. It was like, I don't know, his name was Max, and he was just crazy. He was a crazy dog. Everyone loves dogs. Yeah. So I think you saw us on your program. Yeah. Um, what are the next steps? How do we get in, involved? And let's say we sign up for the program. We start right now. What is step one of okay, being in this step program? Step one is monitoring your habits. Letting your your brain's habits. I don't think anyone wants to know my habits. Well, write it down. Journal it. <laughs> that's that's, that's how you end up in jail. <laughs> journal it. Journal it. No, yeah. you don't have to share it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Buy a fireplace. There's things that you want to share with me. Like, look, like I had this, this, this mind fuck. Read it. Like, what do you get from it? You know what I mean? Like, you can share that. But first things first, journal. And then we'll have another session. Like, so I mean, would this qualify as a journal? Because I basically pent up a bunch of anger and rage that I have in my life, and then I just say it into a microphone every week. It's true. It's a verbal journal. (laughs) But. This is something that you're okay with sharing. There's stuff inside of each and every one of us that we are not. Okay yeah, some with. of us follow similar, 65-year-old women on Instagram. It's similar to my doctor, there are certain things he will never know, whether it's for my benefit or not. Well, that's why I'm saying you don't have to tell me. But journaling it, reading it, reanalyzing it, seeing things that you may have, like, different kinds of 
progress your brain makes and different habits that you create through your, your brain and your function. See, you know? So my body structure is built to suppress things deep down inside of me. And as Bill Burr says, put it in a jar and put it on a shelf inside me until it bottles up and explodes. Well, that's that good. seems to wor be working fantastic if you haven't noticed. <laughs> hey, I listen. I was one. I did it, um, and I would go crazy throwing shit, and that was the biggest thing. Through lighters or through ashtrays, like that's always good. Yeah, you know that was my toxicity. Like a, like a softball pitcher. I would just throw shit. Like discus. Me off. Guess what? You're getting a shoot of the head. Ooh. Like, yeah, that was. I would not fare well in that situation. <laughs> a shoot of the head does. I'm easily dentable. <laughs> I, like I, a baby with a soft. <laughs> borderline, yeah. <laughs> So what uh, what are the like if you were to break is it similar to like a twelve step process like uh, Honestly, drug addiction and stuff or is, is there like an outline to no there's no outline Ooh. because it is free form like well yoga. everybody is different how can I have a program that's going to be right for him and right for you this my program is intuitively you oh that's a great plug <laughs> that's credit to you that is good <laughs> and the name was birthed before the program so that's even. Puzzle pieces are falling in. Yeah. Ooh. I actually made that name when I was in my um, health coaching school, and I, like, started to make a website, and I just wasn't ready. Like, I couldn't gather it all, so now it's starting to... What kind of health coaching? Nutrition. Ooh. Could use some of that. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it all goes together. It's nutrition, it's spirituality, it's exercise, it's... These are all things I don't do. You Does know? the moon have anything to do with this? <laughs> Does the... <laughs> Does the moon have anything to do I'm with so any of this? I'm so glad you asked that because that's so funny. I was thinking about that today, how everything works together. When it comes to the moon, the energy, the way that Mercury shifts into retrograde, which we just got out of. Is that why it was so crazy? It was fucking nuts. Communication is terrible. Don't get into an accident because it's terrible in Mercury retrograde. But what does that mean? What kind of accident? Just like car accidents. Like you what makes them worse? No, just don't do that in general. I don't Disavow know, car accidents. With you. I'm not fully into astrology, but I know that there's a pull around certain times, especially when Mercury goes into retrograde. Shit can be crazy. Fuck Mercury and the retrograde. They're yeah. screwing all of us. Kick rocks, Mercury. Get the fuck out of here. Why, I ought to. All right, Bugs Bunny. I got heated. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> oh, shit. So it, is there um, anything else kind of with your going through and kind of building this program that kind of influenced like the way you, you structured it or, or has it kind of all been just, you know, through mostly like yoga and some of these other um, like uh, um, philosophical type things? I have a coach. Oh, um, he has helped me get through a couple of my struggles at um, mentally struggles. Um, and in the process, I was doing yoga. So he gave me the idea. And at first, I was like, eh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think yoga is just for me. But then that's selfish of me to think like that. A little bit. I'd agree with you. You know? I Am I wrong? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I started. But I'm, I'm also feeling that energy work has a lot to do with what I'm meant to do as well. So I'm going to start incorporating energy work into it. Have you ever heard of Reiki? I have heard of Reiki. I have heard of Reiki. Have you heard of Reiki? I have not heard of Reiki. Well, it changed my life. Ooh. It was the first step away from addiction that I took, and it just completely blew my mind. It's movement, right? It, it, it's energy. It's literally energy healing. I'm taking a class on the 6th to get my <sighs> certification. So. Oh, it's from that documentary. 
It's like you're gonna continue that. Like you're just. I gotta. I gotta dive into it. Okay. I gotta pull audio and all that stuff. All right. So yeah, I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to know how to heal. Ooh. So I'm you're like a Jedi. I am. I'm a ninja. Oh, that's a very impressive skill to have, too. She actually jumped in through the window. I did. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I was struck with a throwing star earlier. <laughs> so, all right. I, I think uh, that's, I, I don't, I think you, you answered a, a lot of the questions I had. I I think it's an awesome program, um, you know, that you're trying to help people. I mean, it's a fantastic uh, thing that I, I think a lot of people should do. Um, I definitely want to have you on uh, Gauge Your Health, our, our mental health show on I our network. Definitely um, be there. So that 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 that's going to be awesome. We'll definitely set that up in the future. Did you have any other questions? Uh, no, I think we covered everything. Yeah. Do you have any questions for us? I'm excited. I'm excited just to you know like get this started and see you guys go under a transformation. If Fuck yeah. For it. Maybe I'll become a turtle. We need a breakthrough. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you I'm not sure that's how it works, but if I become a turtle, I'd be cool with that. <laughs> be on the cover of a book if you're lucky. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe I'll win a race. I think tortoises are. That's what I got to become. So, all right. Thanks, Melissa, for coming on. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Great. Thank you. All right. Huge shout out to Melissa. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Um, at intuitively you go follow her um i think we covered a lot i think we answered a lot of the questions we have we found some new questions that you know and it sounds like i'm gonna start doing yoga yeah i mean it sounds like she can help us yeah she can try she didn't give you a saying I'm, though i know I, what was I, the original saying that she had at first that changed her life fuck it fuck it there you go fuck it so shout out fuck it we might be getting that wrong. That might be that might be the quick no, row in her life. I nailed it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think that was it. I, I think I nailed it. Um, so we didn't really get to finish up the the case that we're dealing with inside of of the the drunk gamblers community. So you you wanted some closing arguments on? Yeah. On so the... Tiger Woods he had sent us a picture of evidence against me. Right. Um, and I'm here to say that it doesn't look good. The evidence does not look good. It definitely makes it seem like I'm guilty of this, but um, I'm, I'm in deposition, and I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Um, Tiger had sent me some pictures this Please morning. Please speak clearly into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods has sent me some pictures this morning. I have the receipts. I can show them, too, of girls from a dating app. Okay. And so I had gone into the same dating app, and I had pulled pictures of some elderly women, some why do you the keep app. finding these? The issue is that the elderly women... You set the women... age to 100 plus. Oh, uh, okay. So you specifically went out of your way to find the yes, older Yes, he is crowd. sending okay. hot girls from a dating app, and I set it to an old age, and I started sending screenshots of older that's a, women. That's a funny joke. I do respect that. So that's he has a screenshot of me sending him a picture of an older woman. Oh, this he, took you, he took you out of context. Yeah, exactly. So he screenshotted it. So that looks bad for me. But I will say this. I will say this. I would be the first to admit if I had a thing for older women like that. Like you grandmas, do, Not grandmas. Not even, I didn't, I've been, I'm not even like a huge, like, I don't know. I guess we're in the age we said earlier, like 25 is MILF age now. So I guess. Apparently. So. But that's besides the point. I would admit it firsthand if I was a huge fan of grandmothers, and I'm not. So. But you, you don't like your grandmother? I don't want to have sex with her. Yeah, but you said you're not a huge fan of grandmothers. I love my grandmothers. I love my grandmothers, yeah. All right. Well, how do we clear that up? Yeah. <laughs> now we got to the bottom of that. I, my one grandma, I'm single. <laughs> Is she? Yeah. She got Instagram? <laughs> I don't believe... God, I hope not. <laughs> she just shows up on the weekly Incon feed one day. Sending, her, sending Tiger screenshots. Motherfucker. <laughs> Grandma, get the fuck off Instagram. <laughs> so, um, 
that we'll we'll wrap that up. I, I think we're gonna leave this up to the court of public opinion. I'm gonna see what the people have to say about this. Um, you know, add that into the comments. I think there's some other things we need to do you guys to comment, but definitely we need to get to the bottom of of this because I got to figure out where these are coming from. Um, and. The last thing we're going to wrap up with today is you had some audio you wanted to go out on? Yeah, actually, another shout-out to Tiger's Tennis Talk. Shout-out Tiger. He sent me a live radio show online um, that was that was taking some calls. Ooh. This guy's name is Jeremy Coddlehorse. Jeremy Coddlehorse. Yeah. The name what of, a name. The, the, the name of his show. His name. It, it is. The name of his show is Wholesome Outrage. Okay. Um, in, the 1990, in the 1980s, Jeremy Coddlehorse was a staple of public broadcast television, ranking amongst some of the nation's top names like Howard Stern and even Alex Jones. As time went on, he became a mainstay in the fabric of American television. Because of his bombastic rants about relentless self-care, brutal kindness, and his unequivocal position of selfless empathy. So he's like one of the OG shock jock type guys, the ONA, the Stern. No, like no, 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 no. He was a big name like them, but this guy's show was wholesome. Oh, okay. It's wholesome outrage. So he's kind of like a self-help kind of guy. He teaches you how to help yourself, but also God, has a, okay. a, a touch of outrage. I get that. So I have some audio of uh, his show. You said this was from like the 1800s? No, no. The guy was big in the 1980s. There the was 1980s. not radio shows in the 1800s. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, this. <laughs> I would I understand that? your confusion at that point. You're like, they had radio in 1800? Like, what the fuck is going on now? <laughs> right after the, the Civil War, someone was like, here's radio! <laughs> they, they just tuned into 98.7. Uh, the British are coming. Yeah. <laughs> 98.7, the British are coming. <laughs> um, all right, so here's some wholesome outrage. From Jeremy Cottlehorse. Give me some Jeremy. I think so. I th right, buddy. Adios, buddy. All right, have a great night. We have a question from Apprehensive Fly. Jeremy, do you think Donald Trump is really a cyborg sent from the future to murder us all? I don't think so. I think we've entered a, an official time split. Voice. Because he lost the election so badly, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. He's Hello, about Rexy. The, the current president. Always election. a pleasure to see uh, you. Why is he talking? Well, Janet's okay. He's sharing some praise, and I'm always happy to hear hear about people wanting. He slipped up and succeeding. Oh, go back. Uh, go back like like ten seconds. He slipped up there in the voice. Hold on. <laughs> fake voice. Yeah, he slipped up in the fake voice. <laughs> which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Hello, Rexy. Always a pleasure to see you. Well, Janet's okay. He's sharing some praise, and I'm always happy to hear hear about people right, wanting right there. <laughs> and succeeding in improving themselves. Catch his breath. But like Gen 54, I have a question for you. How are you doing? What kind of furious encouragement do you folks need? That's his deal. I want, uh, that's before his we shit. give another color, I want to give a, a special shout-out. To Rexy, the accountant, he's an amazing. So you get the idea with this guy, right? Yeah. What the fuck? So it's like the like fake like radio like type like hey how, oh my god what yeah. a wacky story we have today and that like, is for you guys and I am Rex Chapman. Yeah, he, he he took out a textbook out of the library on how to do a radio show and that's his his formula. I mean, maybe he's like the cutting edge guy. I mean, if he's like Stern era, was that like the the no the the. The wacky radio voice has to be before that, right? I'd say so, yeah. It's probably the very beginning. It like started off with the weather guy and the news and all stuff like that. Why? I, I will... to the, like, Why? Why is that always a thing? 
we hear it, it, it's the women try and do it, men try and do it. They all like all these radio personalities for and like news anchors for whatever reason ha- insist on using the stupid voice, especially news anchors. Like, and we are here today outside of the White House. <laughs> yeah. And- ex- and thank God the president is not going to be reelected. It's a beautiful thing, Cowboy yeah. said. Um, here's another clip of him. That's what this hotline's about. Is it, this is like OG? Let's see who we have online this time. Oh. Call from Shark. Shark? You called? No way! <laughs> Shark, you called into this guy. <laughs> Something like that. All right, let, let me hear some some shark. That's what this hotline's about. But folks, how you doing tonight? Do you need some fo- some furious encouragement? Do you need some Monday motivation? I Do you need some wholesome sh- outrage? Oh Jesus! There's enough stuff in this world to get upset about. There's enough things to be scared of. But how many of he you makes his breaths very are funny. celebrating the truly great things, the little joys, the big joys, Jesus the lukewarm happiness? Lukewarm. That's what this hotline's about. Milk. It's about. Let's see who we have on the line this time. Call from Shaq. Hello, Shaq. How you doing tonight? Hey, I'm all right. I'm actually a little bit down right now. What do you got? Why are you down? All right. So I'm kind of out of work right now. I, uh, I produce a podcast, actually, Weekly Inconvenience. Ooh. Um, and got yeah, the plug no, in. I, I got a wound on my leg. My, my, my dog got excited when I came home. You know, his blood vessel was wagging his tail. And uh, he came over. He started licking my wound on my leg, and it, it got infected. And now I'm in the hospital. Like I can't produce my podcast. I got the one host cutting up clips and doing editing. The other host is posting on Instagram, and I'm sitting here laying in bed with the with the leg that's wounded, blood vessel that's wagging. You know. So wait, you're at work or you're at the hospital? I'm at the hospital currently. So how are you at work right now? What? How are you at work? No, I, I'm not. A, I can't work. I can't produce my podcast. Don't you oh, see? Oh, I see. Yeah, classic. The thing I love the most, I can't do it. I'm stuck in this hospital bed, getting a, a sponge bath from Maria. <laughs> <laughs> you like the joke too? That's there, good. there are worse things you can be doing. Her name's Stacy. Sorry, Maria. Her name's Stacy. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? The best you can. You can sit and complain about but the how? scenario all you want, but that doesn't change a thing, now, does it? But how? All right, now you're you're starting to make me a little bit angry. How <laughs> well, all things considered, you're in the best place you could possibly be, don't you think? The hospital? You think the hospital is the best place to possibly be? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Unfortunately, the call dropped there. I, I, I do wish them a speedy recovery. He's fucking dropped That's unfortunate. <laughs> The happiest ending I ever got out of a hospital was finally being allowed to leave. <laughs> but that happens sometimes. Sometimes the calls just drop, and you know, it's just I got a bad phone. I, I would imagine the cell phone reception is very good in the ER. 
but that's okay. Why is he insist on lying his way through it? Just be like, yeah, I dropped him. Yeah, he was, was losing his shit. I was giving him some wholesome outrage. I was giving him what he wanted. I was a yeah. prime candidate for his programming, and he wanted nothing do- to do with it. You you found his his show because you had some wholesome outrage, and he dropped your call. His big advice was do it anyway. And he didn't have any any questions about the fact that you kept bringing up blood vessels, wagging uh, blood the, vessels. The dog's tail, yeah. He didn't. He, <laughs> so. I mean, if I were him, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he almost had you there for a second with the, uh, he thought you, you you were at work and then the, yeah, he's like, How the hospital. Yeah, well, the line cut out. When I said I'm out of work, it sounded like I'm at work. Oh, uh, okay. So you did address, it, it was a classic mix-up. It was a genuine. Yeah, but we got yeah. to the bottom of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy he asked the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> what? Why do they insist on dropping people with shit like that? Like I don't know. I wasn't even like cursing or anything. I thought no. it was pretty realistic. You probably thought you were about to. I, I got to say much worse things on Mike Calter show before I got dropped. It's not wrong. That's on public airwaves. I mean, yeah, I said guy, asshole a few times. It's true. The, this guy is an easy show to get on. So we what's it? What's the phone number to get in on the, on this show? And when when's he do it? So I don't know. I have to look up when he does it exactly. But um, the phone number is six five zero two zero four. One three one seven. Jeremy Coddlehorse. Call in and get some wholesome. There you go. Get get your get you some wholesome. Uh, <laughs> please call this guy and send us the clips. Record it. The, I, I, we got to get some more of this guy because he seems easily rattled and his fake radio voice pisses me off. Oh yeah! Thank you for coming to wholesomeness outrage. Kind of kind of like a. Trying to be sophisticated, but he ends up sounding kind of like blind-like. He's a moron. He's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. No, he is. I'm saying he's trying to sound sophisticated. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, uh, oh no, a- absolutely. I think that's what the why they all do is they want to try and sound more professional. I guess we should give it a shot. Let's Could you imagine if I, if I went into my job every day and I just talked in that voice? Like, hey, how are you? They see that you got some mice here. Let's get them out of your home. Dude, give it a shot. <laughs> what do you got to lose? <laughs> My job? <laughs> I think it's a sell. Maybe. I think that's a sell. Would you buy pest control from someone that approached you like that? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I would. Like, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's ready to go. I'm just like, I don't need pest control right now, man. I mean, in this hypothetical situation, you you do, and honestly, you do need pest control. You have I rats. guess you're right. Maybe uh, <laughs> if he takes care of it the same way he came about it. I don't think we have rats anymore. Maybe bats. Maybe bats. Maybe. Uh, why would we have bats? Maybe. I don't know. Why would we have rats? Well, because you live behind a uh, railroad. All right. Where do bats come why from? Why do? What does that have to the do? The outside. Anything? There you go. We live under the outside, too. What does the railroad have to do with mice and rats? Uh, rats will, like, jump off, like, trains and shit. Uh, move them it's around. a fun fact. There you go for the people. That's a good note to go out on. All right. See you guys next week.